Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Believe in Film. It is Monday, August 28th, 2017. I'm your host, Timothy Ditzler. Man, first, I want to thank, I think it's 12 out of 12 is who called in. It's my first caller. Thanks for calling. That's so awesome to, to get some feedback on this thing. But man, he hit one point with that. You know, you're either a camera collector or a photographer. So it's definitely kind of solidifying the fact that I need to get rid of and narrow down a bunch of cameras and, you know, keep the ones that fit I, I know and that I want to keep working with and just get rid of all the extra noise that, that is floating around, keeping me from, you know, going out and shoot, going out and shooting. So thanks for calling in. That is awesome. And uh, today's topic is going to be, it's kind of like a a look back on a YouTube video that I did about printing your work. So the YouTube video's title was called The Importance of Printing Your Work. And I kind of want to just touch on that over here on this side of things in case some of you aren't following me on YouTube, which you should. It's just my name. Just search Timothy Ditzler, D-I-T-Z-L-E-R. And, you know, you'll find a bunch of videos about gear or, you know, philosophy on photography kind of stuff. But, um... Over there on the video, I touched on things like, uh, I have this process. So, okay, I go out and I shoot a roll film. I take those 36 exposures, I develop them, I scan them in, and then I make four by six prints of them. Now, I just use cheap Kodak. It's like Kodak four by six. Brilliant, I think is the name of it. I don't have it in front of me. I'm on my walk into work right now, so I can't look at the specific brand. But it's just cheap, 4x6, glossy. They're not the best. They're super thin. It's just to, you know, kind of back up the images so I know what's on each roll. Kind of like a contact sheet, but uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just this process I came up with. I, I develop it. I print them. And then I put them in these photo albums. Now, I get the photo albums at Target. They're really nice. You don't have to get these kind. I just like to keep everything kind of the same. So I just get these every couple months. They go on two for one. So they're about 15 bucks. They hold 240 four by sixes. So I'll, I'll print the pictures. I'll put them in there. And then I'll label them. They give you these little lines on the side. I guess they're for you to write dates or you know, who's in the picture or something like that. Um, but I write down which role it is, how it's labeled in my negative book. You know, it'll be Kodak T-Max 400, push to 1600, the day's date, and a couple little images that stand out that I want to remember that are on that role. And that's usually how I, how I label that. And then if there's an image that, you know, I really want to focus on, I'll, I'll print that in, you know, an 8x10 or an 11x14 or a 13x19 is the biggest my professional printer goes up to. And, and then I'll just log that away. I have different kind of photo albums for those as well that hold those. And I'll just kind of stick the 8x10s with the 8x10s and the 11x14s. And, and, it, and it's kind of just a process because I do a lot of art crawl or, you know, shows around here so I like to have my stuff ready to go so all I basically have to do is is pull out the print and frame it and I'm ready to go for the show but that's not the only reason I print these images I print them because it's a solid way of like backing up my work 
you know digital you you know you upload or download the images to your computer and then you put them on a hard drive and then there they are with film I you know like I said I scan the image and then I archive it with the negatives I print the four by sixes and then I put them in the photo book and there they are so that's kind of like my backing up I would say it's kind of how I back up my images don't get me wrong you know I still do save them on my computer that's not that's not the only means of backing up that I do but I like to have the the tangible book to flip through you know like if I have an idea or a project comes to mind and I want to go back and look up a bunch of pictures that I've taken I can just go you know think what what book was that in uh, we're getting the beep I'll see you in the next one okay so here I am getting a little off topic again for so part so part two I want to talk about you know pretty much why I do this I do this because it's so much nicer to just grab one of these photo books or grab a handful of these four by sixes and sit down and study the work and you know it's a lot easier to see what I need to improve on when these things are right in my hand instead of sitting down at my computer and popping open my Flickr or popping open Lightroom and just getting distracted by the internet like it's so easy to sit down at your computer to plan on one thing like you're planning on working but you get caught in like the YouTube vortex or you start looking up all kinds of crazy stuff so it's so easy to get distracted now doing this I can just go into my office grab you know two three four of these photo albums and start going through my pictures and seeing if there's ones that I want to print in bigger sizes on better quality paper on like an archival paper you know for shows that I have coming up or for book releases that I have coming up it's just nice to have these prints for that reason and prints man prints I love prints because it, it just looks so much better in person you know it's it's backlit on your computer so it's almost like cheating it's almost a little bit like cheating but then you get you know say you print a 13 by 19 of a picture that you have and you're using a 13 inch laptop like all you get is you know 10 inches of an image you print that thing in in big format like you get to see your work. You get to see everything. I mean, even down to the flaws of your work. And it is an awesome learning experience holding a 13 by 19 inch print of your work and seeing everything about it, going from corner to corner. And I've learned so much about what I'm doing wrong in photography with printing my work, like ways I need to work on exposing or you know shutter speeds and apertures like I sometimes I shoot it like a wide open and nothing is in focus but when you're looking at it looking at it on your five inch screen like it looks in focus like everything looks almost perfect so it's it's a giant learning experience being able to print things and look at them and like really look at them hold it and you know going back to going back to like getting ready for shows like that's another topic I'm going to hit on here maybe this week or next just about getting like getting your work seen or getting in galleries or getting you know we have a monthly art crawl here and I had promised myself that I was going to 
get in this art crawl scene every month this summer and I'm working on my last month now and I think I have one more spot to go until the summer's over and my art crawl circuit's done and when you do little things like that when you have printed copies of your work you know people really appreciate it like people will buy your prints people want a copy of it like I don't know how many times I've put stuff up on Instagram like me printing my work and and people seeing it and they're just like hey how can I get my hands on that photo and it's just like man <laughs> this is crazy I can't believe I'm selling my work like how rad is that but um also, there's things like darkroom printing. There's a whole battle between, you know, if you're a film photographer, if you're printing with inkjet, it's kind of like faux pas. Like, it's not a real print if you're not doing it in the darkroom. And I, and I kind of agree with that, but using an inkjet printer, like, the quality has gotten so good. It's not just your, you know, your average inkjet printer with, with poor paper these days. It's like quality archival ink and paper I mean it's it's I think the issue with that was that paper wasn't lasting and your image would just fade over time and I mean if you use the wrong paper and ink like that will still happen and you know darkroom prints will last a lifetime like they really will last a lifetime like I found I always find prints at thrift stores and flea markets and stuff like that that are hundreds of years old and that's just amazing with that is something that will last that long. I mean, we don't know how long inkjet prints are gonna last these days. Like, we haven't gotten that far with that, but I'm pretty sure that it's definitely like a, a long-term thing these days. All right, we're going to part three. All right, so recording this thing on the way to work is a little harder than I thought. I did have notes and I had stuff planned out that I wanted to talk about, but it just got a little jumbled and I kind of apologize for being all over the place with this episode. Um, I'll get better at this. Like I said, this is, this is technically my fifth episode. Like, I wouldn't count yesterday as a, as a real episode, but I've got to get into the job, the daily grind here in the next five minutes so I'm gonna kind of wrap this up so I can listen back and hopefully this is good enough to put out there sorry again I get I get so hyped up that I start to ramble about everything and I uh, I just uh, I don't know man I'm just super passionate about this so if you get a chance you guys should go on my YouTube and watch the episode I have on printing your work it's it's a little more put together than this one. I don't really touch on darker imprinting because since I had moved out of my old apartment, I don't have my darkroom set up like I used to, but that is something that I'm in the works of remedying. I'm trying to do a, like a mobile darkroom that I can wheel into my bathroom and do it that way from now on. So, but I just haven't gotten there yet. Just haven't had the chance nor the funds to really get the mobile darkroom going but I have all the stuff to do it I just haven't done it so that's just laziness that's a that's another one for the motivation episode that I put out not too long ago but if you guys have any questions about printing your work or like what kind of printer you should use or what kind of paper and ink should you use I will do my best in helping you I use a Canon Pixma Pro 100 and I use their inks because they are supposed to have archival quality and I also use 
a bunch of different paper stocks, like from rag paper, but I won't use anything that doesn't say that it is archival. Like there's just no sense in doing that because I do not want to give somebody something that's just going to fade away. Oh man, walking and talking is a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, I talk on the phone all the time, but come on. All right, guys. Well, this has been another episode of We Believe in Film. I hope that some of it made sense, and I promise tomorrow's will be a little more thought out. I don't have to work until later in the evening, so I'll be a lot more precise with tomorrow's episode. So uh, call in, man. That is such an awesome feature for Anchor. Like, please call in and leave your questions, leave your comments. Let me know if you print your work. You can find me on Instagram at Timothy Makeups. You can find me on iTunes every Wednesday with the Analog Talk podcast, which is my baby, and YouTube, Timothy Ditzler, D-I-T-Z-L-E-R. I'll see you guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.